0: Hi, my name's Carl Thomas. About three years ago, I set up an events platform for wearable technology enthusiasts called Wearables London. From growing from humble beginnings above a meat market, we now have a community of some 1,700 engaged members who catch up regularly to hear talks and discussions from industry leaders. And we've heard some incredibly insightful talks from executives from the likes of Telefonica, Barclaycard, The Financial Times, Samson, Flextronics, Plantronics, UCL. The list really does continue. And that's not even mentioning the vast number of showcases from cutting-edge startups. If you've not managed to attend, I hate to say it, you really have missed out. And that gets to me, as there has been so much knowledge shared and relationships formed. So this podcast is an attempt by me to give you access to some of that content, so you too can feel like part of what is a growing community. Whether that's an extended talk with some of the presenters, interviewing the community, or just showcasing some of the incredible devices and services that are being launched. So, without further ado, this is the Connected Report. The Report. In this episode, a look back at some of the key announcements you may have missed from within the industry. Also, some crucial events that you need to know about on your calendar. The Connected Report. Hi, I'm Carl, and thanks a lot for tuning in to our very first episode of The Connected Report. The Connected Report will be a regular show focused on all the goings on within the wearable technology and Internet of Things industry. If some of the topics discussed within the show take your fancy and you're based in London, I urge you to check out Wearables London. Welcome to Wearables London, the most active wearables community in the UK. listen to what other startups do, how they uh, struggle, with what kind of challenges they face and uh, I also come here for networking, for getting to know the people in the industry. The research they've been doing on, on um, different technologies and things, um, things that you, you don't normally have a chance to see. You're guaranteed to find something fascinating, something interesting. These kinds of events are always valuable because, first of all, you get to know the people. Second of all, you hear stories of other companies and it always broadens your horizons. I've learned a lot and uh, I've managed to make various contact, which is, I think, yeah. the two important points when you go to a meetup. recommend that anyone interested in wearables um, and uh, anything to do with um, you know, low power devices or really you know anything in that space um, get down and come and see the event uh, it's really well run and uh, hopefully you'll learn something and maybe make some good connections Wearables London is a structured micro-summit giving you access to great information from insightful speakers delivered in a friendly environment with an engaged community. The next event is scheduled for the 16th of May and will focus on the development of connected devices and what to look out for. For more information be sure to check out wearableslondon.co.uk, that's wearableslondon.co.uk. We're going to kick things off today though by taking a quick look back at some of the key things announced within the connected devices industry. First things first, interesting news from Google Alphabet this week with the move from Verily, their life sciences division, to release a smartwatch that collects biometric data. On the surface, nothing too interesting, right? However, this watch isn't for sale, it'll be used specifically for long-term medical trials, the only application it's been designed for. Furthermore, despite collecting over a massive period of time, currently there seems to be no plans to allow the user access or even visibility of that data. I swear, if George Orwell was alive, he'd be having kittens right now. That aside, Google has mentioned that this is a tool to measure for population studies, meaning potentially thousands upon thousands can be deployed at any one time. Now, at this scale, it's very easy to imagine a completely different business model around wearables, potentially supported by clinicians or insurance companies, similar to the partnership between Vitality and the Apple Watch here in the UK. Also, the assumed size of deployment most likely will have meant a very lean bill of materials cost, which, considering they're monitoring your highest ECG, powered by a battery life of about one week, this is definitely a development to watch with interest. Next up, Samsung. Samsung have had an eventful few weeks, you know, what, with the launch of the S8 and the bounty update they released for their smartwatch, they've definitely been busy. All of this means that they're predicting their most profitable quarter ever. Impressive, considering that the S8 has only just gone on sale and they're not releasing the new Galaxy Note. However, there are clouds on the horizon. At a recent security analyst summit, an Israeli security analyst detailed a number of critical security flaws in their Tizen operating system. Now, you may remember that Tizen is their in-house operating system that Samsung is using on its wearables, as opposed to working with Google and Android. Basically. Tyson was their bet the house moment, and we aren't even talking a few flaws mind, no 40 of them, all of them critical, considering you only need to have one to commandeer a machine, and then 40 is just insane, saying that, with everything that went on with the S7 last year, you could probably forgive them for sleeping on the job slightly. Some quick Amazon news now. And as we all know, the Echo and Dot powered by Alexa is smashing it for Amazon, with sales rapidly reaching 5 million by last Christmas. However, as we know with Jeff Bezos, that's not enough. The Alexa ecosystem of third-party apps or skills has the now known, number more than 10,000. But even that's not enough. Now they're given certain hardware manufacturers access to the hardware, specifically a development kit, which gives engineers access to Amazon's proprietary software relating to their beamforming, wake word recognition and even noise reduction. What does this mean, you say? Well, you're gonna start seeing Amazon Alexa everywhere. In cars, systems, speakers, and TVs, any device that it makes sense to control with your voice, Alexa will be that gateway, which is not great news if you're Apple or Google, who now have a lot of catching up to do in the voice user interface space. And last but definitely not least, some quick virtual reality related news. Many believe that social and messaging could be VR's killer features and that makes a ton of sense. You only need to see how popular FaceTime is to see that people are grown accustomed to video calling. Take that further and it makes sense that people will be comfortable sharing experiences together in an alternate reality. However, for this to happen our VR systems need to be able to understand us, our emotions. And a VR startup out of Switzerland called MyMaze has developed a mask that uses electrodes to understand muscle movement in the face. I say a mask, it's not really, as they have a series of simple electrodes placed on the cushion part of a VR headset, the bit that makes contact with your face. Called the mask, these electrodes then monitor electrical signals associated with muscle movement and replicate these expressions in virtual or augmented reality. And with $100 US million raised already, their hardware can recognise 10 different facial gestures, including winking, smiling and eyebrow raising. I don't know about you, but I'd love to see Jim Carrey give this headset a run for his money. Right, if you're interested in connected devices, wearables and the internet of things, there are a few events that you'll not want to miss. In San Francisco, the upcoming Wear Conference in June has an enviable lineup of execs from the likes of Adidas, Verizon, Facebook and more. With a focus on a number of areas including smart textiles, the future of healthcare and wearables and sport, this should be an exciting conference to get a great snapshot of the goings on in the industry. For more information, check out whereconferences.com that's where w-e-a-r conferences all one word dot com A bit closer to home now, the Decoded Fashion London Summit will be taking place on May the 16th and 17th. With a focus on fashion and beauty, historically this has been a great summit to understand innovation in these spaces. With keynotes from L'Oreal, River Island and ASOS, there will definitely be some great thinking on display regarding sustainable innovation, smart garments and personalisation. More details can be found at decodedfashion.com. That's decodedfashion.com so that's all for this week as mentioned this is the first of many shows we will be producing and we'd love your feedback on this episode as part of the regular format we will bring you regular interviews with some of the thought leaders both inside and outside of our community whilst also showcasing innovative products from the wearables and connected space if you'd like to be involved in a future episode of the connected report please get in touch until next time i'm carl and thanks for listening to the connected report The Connected Report.